here comes a new challenger. From 8-bit to 35mm, game pads to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for broke! It's time to press X to reload. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, to press X to reload. I'm here with uh, with Wayne Brissett. Hey, how's everybody today? And Mark Athanas. Hi everybody. Uh, and uh, for our first film, we're looking at Tomb Raider, not the uh, the Angelina Jolie one that had its sequel, but but Tomb Raider, the sequel that happened in 2018. I genuinely enjoyed this film. I I thought it was pretty good. What are your thoughts, guys? Like, Ella Wayne go first there, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. It's a, it's a pretty solid film. Uh, good pacing, good action. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's pretty simple. I, I enjoyed it overall. Mark, sounds like you liked it too. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought the, the casting it felt uh, a little bit more grounded in both, uh, almost like it got a Nolan esque treatment for, from the Angelina Jolie ones, where it felt a little bit more real. You know, she wasn't uh, hyper sexualized as much as the Angelina Jolie one. So I kind of really enjoyed it. That is for true, sure. <laughs> for sure. It's funny uh, to me the the vibe I really got from it is it reminded me of Casino Royale. Mm. It felt like, all right, here's laying the groundwork for, for like fleshing out this iconic character. Because, I mean, you play the, the Laura Croft uh, games or you look at the Jolie films and she's already kind of this action hero star. And she doesn't really come across as a human being. Uh, whereas this one, they really did a lot of work to to make her actually matter as a person, which I thought was pretty cool. Right. I, I pulled up the IMDb because I was just curious about, you know, who is behind this, uh, this film. Oh. Wayne saw the, the name of the director. This blows my night. Uh, my mind, the guy's name is roar. Uthog. He sounds like an orc. He's real? His name Definitely. is literally roar. R O A R. That is yeah. freaking phenomenal. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm now That's a, a lifelong fan. Just because of the name. I feel like the movie was too subtle based off of that name. Like it's it's un, unreal. <laughs> well, I was saying we could have used his name as a segue into the Warcraft film when we do that oh one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I feel like he, he needs to be somewhere on the cast of that, somewhere in the background. Like, I don't know, the guy who did the craft services table or yeah, something. Roar. Yeah, that is freaking amazing. Roar his brother's scream. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't really care if it's chronologically or not, but what are the uh, couple of things that you guys saw that really stuck out as being kind of worth sitting down to watch this for? Any moments that stood out? There were a few for me. Um, you know, I think one of the first ones, I, while I wish it took a little longer and played out over a longer period of time, whenever she was, uh, you know, sleuthing, when she was trying to figure out the mystery of like where her dad was, things like that, it, I don't know, it brought me into the movie a little bit more. And then the first time she, when she, like, I guess, kills a guy, when she fights that guy, it just seems so real, like visceral. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. yeah, it's not a, it's a bond. It's not a quick and easy death. He made her feel it. Yeah. yeah. And there's def- there's emotion behind mm-hmm. that. And actually, it's funny. It reminded me a little bit, again, going back to the Casino Royale comparison, the first kill that you see in that is him, like, at one point drowning the guy in the yeah. sink before he kills him. And she slowly drowns this man. Yeah. That yeah. was that was fairly hardcore. That wasn't your typical, like, blockbuster Hollywood say a one-liner. Yeah, that, for sure. that had some weight for behind sure, yeah. it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. 
surprising. So yeah, hundred percent. But uh, I gotta say, the the first thing that stood out for me is uh, Lou Ren, him falling <laughs> down drunk off of the railing of the. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Even the the guys that are chasing her, you know, after they grab her backpack and they go running off and she gets it and fights them with that headlock. And then they chase her with a knife and really cool action sequence. But when they get to the boat, it's <laughs> the, ah, he's drunk again. Yeah. <laughs> he comes in with a shotgun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was actually pretty yeah. funny. And he's not useless. Like he, he was a legitimately decent sidekick to have along. They had a good chemistry. Like he was easily a highlight of the film for me. He was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I'm a fan of the actor. I forget his name, but he's in uh, into the badlands. Daniel Wu. Awesome. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That Daniel makes Wu, sense. Yeah. Daniel Wu, yeah. He was really cool at it. And it was nice to see Nick Frost show up in the uh, the pawn shop. That yeah. was Yeah, yeah. That's always <laughs> he felt almost like out of place. place. Yeah. <laughs> it may like I wonder if it's like was he a because I know he did spaced with um oh god, what is his name from like how do I f- forget the the guy from like Shaun of the Dead and everything? Simon, Simon, Peg? Simon, Peg. Simon Pegg. Thank you, Simon Pegg. I know yeah. the two of them did Spaced together, that British TV show, and they had all those video game references. I got to wonder, like, was it just a paycheck or is like, oh, I get to be in a Laura Croft film <laughs> well, and kind of like sneak his way he's in He's also in, on Into the Badlands, so I wonder if it was like Daniel yeah. would be like, hey, I got oh, a gig okay. for you. <laughs> Five minutes of your time. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes of your time. That sounds accurate. But uh, no, that was pretty cool stuff. Well, for me, for one of the standouts, because um, this is one of those unique scenarios where I've actually never played the remake Tomb Raider to compare it to the film. Most of the time, I've played the game way prior to the film coming out. I, th- I think from what I've seen from trailers, gameplay, footage, and things like that, like the boat crash, for example, on the island, they did a good job of that. And it seems like they pulled a lot of that from the game. You know, it, it, They did a good job of, I think, putting in pieces of of the game to make this film instead of just remaking the game. Right. So, yeah, no, if yeah. that was a set piece from the game, it was translated well. Cause that was, that was really cool. I had yeah, some, uh, sure. some uncharted esque type scenarios of uh, like, right. it felt like they cribbed a lot yeah, from uncharted sure. on that. I don't know if the game does. I only played the first hour of that, but no, that was, that was really cool. I, uh, I did appreciate when she goes, uh, cause I guess, I mean the, the beginning of this, she's, shying away from her legacy and doesn't want to embrace the posh richness that she is. And then showing up to the building, I just kind of wanted to, uh, it was uh, like a, I'm Danny Rand kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, she pulls it off. I was worried that uh, they were <laughs> going like to fall into the same or similar trap of Indiana Jones four, where you have this legacy of a man who has all this knowledge of history and what he, you know, all his research and then a child who really doesn't care about that stuff. And I felt that with her in this at the beginning that she just wasn't as involved as the dad was okay. in, in yeah, this yeah. thing. So it took a little bit to get to it. I mean, I accept it, but I just wish she was more involved from the beginning, but still done well. <laughs> and it feels almost like it's not that she doesn't have an aptitude for it. It feels sure. like she was actively pushing away from it because it's something linked to her father and there's kind of a frustration right. there because he, you know, he did disappear. Because, I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't so. for her father, there would really be no tomb raiding in this film right like <laughs> which yeah that stood out to me it was more uh, it was a much more contained and a more personal story that i expected i expected it to be world spanning right. to chase after some kind of macguffin it, it did and i actually really had a MacGuffin, but, really you know. liked the MacGuffin in this i thought it i thought it was brilliant to change like what was supernatural into 
you know, a virus, right? Back then, viruses would look like black magic. So, yeah, uh, that's I, I thought that. that was a really, yeah. really good twist on why back then they would perceive something like that and how they would perceive it and what they would do to contain it. <laughs> that's what I mean about the way they grounded it in reality. It's just, it seems like, yeah, it sounds ridiculously and mythical, but in actuality, um, they found a practical reason, practical cause for, for the concern. And then it just, it just, Brought it yeah. in, you know, makes it makes it more reasonable to me. I don't know. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And not to to make fun of these films, because, like, I legitimately enjoyed it. I did question why they had the corpse rigged up on a spring that would pop it <laughs> up to scare the, scare yeah. the bejesus out of you. I didn't. Like, one last trap. One last trap. Yeah, like, they opened this coffin. They went to all this trouble of sealing her off because of this virus. But if someone does come looking for me, I'm going to make them their pants. I took it as if, you know, if they actually get that far and they're about to loot them, that, that, uh, sorry, that body popping up would touch them, contaminating them and killing them on the spot. That's kind of how I took it. Oh, okay. It still made me laugh though. It still made me laugh. You know what? That actually makes a degree of sense, but yeah, it, it made me, (laughs) it killed me a little bit, but yeah, I mean that whole sequence near the end when, you know, like, yeah, I mean getting very far ahead, but meeting the villain and, you know, she, of course, she finds her father and he's on the island and they all go into the tomb together yeah. to raid it because you know, that's the bloody title. It was reminding me a little yeah. too heavily of Last Crusade. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But as man kneels, yeah. I mean, not just the fact of here's all these traps that we have to get through, though the traps were unique to themselves, but I'm going to threaten the life of your father. So you're going to yeah. do what I say and get me the artifact. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. really specific. <laughs> um, the only, uh, but the... Go ahead, go ahead. The only nod to that that I appreciated, again, the brilliance of, like, Walter Goggins there is just the, I'm not pulling this trigger, you are. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, the, the traps they had were actually really cool. I liked the floor mm-hmm. falling apart scene where she's trying to figure out all the different light crystals. Because, yeah. I mean, one, it was it had good tension to it, yeah. but it also felt very video game-y. Yeah. Like, it it felt like the kind of thing you'd be stuck doing in a game. So like, to me, that's the right way to do yeah. an adaptation. It, it was like, it didn't it, feel out of place, sure. but I mean, they're all very good catchers, what it was. or especially her, but still it felt very video gamey, which is important. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. And I did appreciate that none of the goons there are completely useless. They're all able to do ridiculous grab on the side. And yeah. like, if those are the three main, three or four main dudes, the bad guys yeah. taking with them, they should be pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, hell, the one guy earlier on in the uh, – and it caught me off guard during like the I, – I guess the uprising that happens. She shoots yeah, an arrow like, off and the one goon just heads, dodges heads it. Like legit just <laughs> yeah. dodges an arrow. Yeah. Yeah, like he was awesome. And of course, the virus gets him <laughs> <Yeah>. first. <laughs> I remember I'm watching with Corinne. I was like, ah, yeah. oh, so he couldn't dodge the, uh, the dodge virus. The <laughs> and she rolled her eyes at yeah, me. That's funny. Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, like the the like the the stunt works and the set pieces were Agreed. way bigger than I expected this film to have. I yeah. thought it would be I thought it'd be way more low key, and that's not a complaint. I was impressed. The whole thing with mm-hmm. jumping into the water to escape from yeah. them and then hanging off the side of it because uh, I'd listened to uh, Yahtzee Crossaw and Jack Packard on. Uh, on a separate podcast, kind of making fun of and poking at that of, oh, you know, this derelict airplane and oh, it has an, a parachute in it. But yeah. it flows and, together and I mean, well The parachute was all torn care. and beat up, so <laughs> there was still that, right? Oh, yeah. 
and her uh, her exasperated when the, uh, she's in the the <laughs> plane, and then it yeah. starts going just the. I, I actually like that scene. That was a, it was a good intense <laughs> yeah, scene. Done well. I love that scene. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was that was the most uncharted moment of the of the entire film, and I mean that in a positive way because I was I was laughing with it, not at it. That was fantastic pacing. Yeah. It was really well done. I got a kick out of that. Yeah. I do also really enjoy her using the trap on the one dude later, yes. the, uh, the rolling log with spikes. Yeah. yeah. What a video gamey thing. And like, you should get like an yeah. XP bonus at yeah. the top when you get yeah, the guy sure. like that. That was phenomenal. You can see, you can literally see the <laughs> yeah. quick time event. I actually expected through. to see like, like a trophy or achievement pop in the top right corner, you know, 17th kill or <laughs> <yeah>. something. <laughs> she platinum that. Yeah. To paint the picture for anyone who hasn't seen it, she's, you know, running through the, through this maze afterwards trying to stop the main bad guy you know, from getting away with you know said artifact and one of the henchmen is chasing her she accidentally trips a, a trap that has a rolling log come down this set of pillars flying at her with spikes on it she dodges it and then keeps trying to set it off so it can kill the goon behind her that is a yeah. ludicrous plan but i'm it down worked. for yeah. it it's great like yeah, it works. <laughs> you could just fight him. You could punch him. You could shoot no. him. No, I'm going to use yeah. the the rolling log of death to yeah, kill him. Sure. That's video game logic, and I love <laughs> yeah. it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and again, like you said, it's the the achievement mode. It's the there's a lot of ways to kill the enemy, but you get extra bonuses for using the yeah, using the like, traps. Just unreal. All of the act like the action sequences mm. to me were the highlight of the films. Like I, like uh, the. The chase that she has, even on the bike at the beginning with all the people that are chasing her when she's got like the, the tail on the back of it and the the chase that she has on the boat with those guys that try and steal her backpack, like it had a yeah. good kinetic energy to it, which I really, uh, really appreciated. Uh, it was pretty cool stuff. I mean, the rest of the film and not, yeah. you know, knocking the acting and whatnot, it was okay. It's en- it was entertaining. I right? was there that's for the, the action. That's the important part of it. So. Now, that said... I would think that we all agree that villain is maybe He's one pretty of the cold. best villains I've seen in years in uh, any film. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. He has maybe the funniest motivation. He doesn't care what the artifact is. He has no personal <laughs> stake about on. her father, about her. He's not trying for world domination. He just got dropped off on this island with no escape by the corporation, and he's been trapped for yeah. seven years. He just wants to go home. Yeah. He gets to talk to one person on the and other de- end And of definitely that one of his coldest moments is when that uh, one of the slaves there is sick, and they're kind of arguing over, you know, give him a break, and then he just oh, walks yeah. over, shoots, kills him, stares stares at everybody, walks away. It's like, bang. That, that's a true yeah. villain. Like, that's badass. Stay away from him. Yeah. And at no point does he like chew the scenery about it. He's not yeah. like cranking it up to no. like eleven, like Pacino or anything. He's just cold and kind of. He just looks like sick of everything. everybody he's just at sick this of everybody point. Like it just. Yeah, and if yeah. he's just fed yeah. up, I really appreciated yeah, that. He's he's been <laughs> yeah. he's been broken a little bit by by his job. It's, yeah. it's yeah. all right. <laughs> you think your job is awful? My job is awful. <laughs> I mean, I know him from uh, he's Baby Billy on Righteous Gemstones. So I've only seen him like a, a comedy sure. thing where it's his larger than life performance. Oh, really? And this, like, he was in, uh, he yeah. was legitimately terrifying. In, uh, in this. He's a bad guy in Justified. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I still need to too. see. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go- Goggins is a he, he's a he's a treat. He was in um, Hateful Eight. Right. He's the that that sheriff. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The guy, oh, the guy cool. they don't believe is the sheriff or whatever. Yeah. 
he was a solid villain. Her sidekick was good. She was okay. They didn't give her enough to do. Like, I think, again, it's a, uh, they certainly focus more on the action than the character building fully, but. They did a good job of trying to give her, like, some level of, like, humanity and emotion, but she's next to some pretty dialed up people. She came across as a little subdued occasionally. Mm -hmm. But again, her acting was solid. I'm not knocking that. It's just, it's, it's like the Batman in the film with the Joker kind of problem where Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton seems like he's downplaying it because there's goddamn Jack Nicholson next to him. Uh, There's only so much she can kind of work with. It was a little distracting to me that she really, really reminded me of uh, the actress from Game of Thrones that plays Daenerys. Uh, Amelia Clark, that from, really? Huh? Oh. Yeah. I didn't see that. Really looked like her to me. It was oh. confusing me. Oh. But yeah, she was solid in it. I was uh, I was impressed. Yeah. And again, I've only played the, the games a little bit, but it was a little strange to hold back so much on the iconic stuff till the very end that like yeah, a post-credit scene I think the beginning of the movie is probably its, its weakest, to be honest. I think it takes just a little too long to get into. Not yes. that I want to dwell on any of the negative because that's not what we're here to do. But I, I think that's where the movie has its weakness. And again, I mean, it's okay to point it out. Well, it's funny. Even in, in the beginning of it, I was a little concerned initially. That yeah. first fight yeah. that she has, that boxing mm. slash MMA fight with her partner, uh, the editing in it was really rough. Like, it was really quick cuts. I found it a little bit jarring. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was having trouble, like, understanding the geography of the fight. Uh, so I was really concerned the rest of the film would be that way. And then everything else made sense. Like, the rest of the fights that she's in, because I was thinking, you know, maybe she's an actor but not an action star mm-hmm. and she can't really do that stuff but everything else she was fine so i like maybe it was sure. like a, a different second unit that did that and it was just a little bit sloppy mm-hmm. but everything else was fine it was the only really weak action sequence on top of that, with that action mm-hmm. sequence i thought it was kind of an interesting choice to start your character in that action sequence with somebody who else is just working out in the gym with her and your hero loses the opening fight I, I'm like that's an interesting that direction to take. Me. Other than showing me that, yeah, she doesn't give up. She's not. She wasn't willing to tap out. That's fine. But you, you lost, and now she's got to go fight trained mercenaries. I'm a little worried for her. Yeah. And of course, she ends up getting stuck right. in the same move near the end and is able yeah. to like break free of it. Because of course. Uh, but I actually kind of like the fact that she well, starts that's what off. I said. So it was an interesting to choice to, to make that decision. It, it set a different tone. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect from her. Yeah, it, I was going to say, it, it, it certainly makes, uh, mm-hmm. again, it, it, her feel more real. It, it makes it feel like, yeah. oh, okay, it's not just right. a superhero walking through life, like, can't be hurt. You know, like, she gets, like, the thing that impressed me was she takes, like, a Bruce yeah. Willis-like beating through this thing. Like, she gets yeah. oh, God, yeah. whooped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like it. Yeah, and... She wears it like she doesn't shake it off. She really does seem to be staggered by it. And she's not just bouncing back immediately, uh, which was good. Like it, it lends a bit yeah. of credibility to the action. Right. Yeah. So, no, that was that was solid. Now, again, I've only played a couple of two no, games. You guys may have played more than me. Were no. there any Easter eggs that stand out for you guys? Like, was there anything you noticed that maybe somebody wouldn't catch? Because to me, the closest thing to an Easter egg was the guns at the end. It's like, really? But again, I've only ever really played the first two on the original PlayStation. After that, I never really okay. got yeah, into yeah. the, the yeah. Tomb Raiders. Not, for yeah, no, for no reason. I think they look fine. I'm interested in playing them. Just It's always time, right? i got to pick and choose my games. Yeah, the, same thing for me. The first two, like this, I'm, I'm not certainly a devoted enough fan to pick up right. on every little minor Easter egg. I sure. know that the that remake or reboot, whatever, when they did the, the games, 
this game did seem to even be like heavily pulled down to like the axe she's using and the bow and arrow. Yeah. Like, you know, it was kind of a more yeah. uh, a grounded, almost like a survival nature to her first venture out, which was yeah. cool. And I like that, that yeah. nod because that had that feel to me that, that this is the recreating at least the vibe of that like survival. Um, this is not, she, she's not the she's Tomb Raider. Blood yet. She's Raider. becoming the Tomb Raider. That sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> she's a solid enough character, but she Agreed. wasn't like that iconic hero no. yet. Like I said, it's that Casino Royale yeah. thing of he's not Bond Correct. yet. She wasn't Laura Croft yet, yeah. really. Uh, which, over the course of it, you know, I mean, I, supposedly they're doing a sequel. I, I looked it up and they, oh, yeah? they've got another one coming. Oh, man. And cool. I'll watch another yeah. one. Like I was, to me, this was a solid enough film. I'll see a follow up. She's at that point where that follow up, I expect her to be a little bit more. I'm hoping that with those that sequels, though, they, mm-hmm. because of the Tomb Raider title, that because when it ends, she's going after the the company, right? And is the company always chasing mm-hmm. relics yes. or myths, supernatural? And I and I hope so because that's what Tomb Raider's in me. What I thought <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? Like, so yeah, for it to be this shadowy organization that's like in the background trying to look mm. for supernatural artifacts, which I do love that that means that shadowy organization spent seven years on an Island looking for a supernatural artifact yeah. and it turned out to be a virus. Uh, so yeah, sure. They're, they're not they exactly the most efficient. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm giving too much credit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Cause it's certainly the, the main bad guy. He has no idea why he's there, but it doesn't mean nobody yeah. sent him there. You know, because I could argue if he's a guy who's just like, hey, I just want to go home with my family. They're like, oh, good. Well, we're sending you to uh, retrieve a devastating virus. Well, they did say they knew it was wipe a out weapon, half the world. So they knew something you know? was up with it. Always makes me wonder what possible use they'll be like. That is not a weapon you could contain. Yeah. You use something like that, it's going to come back to bite you. How could they possibly think that? It's like the Umbrella Corporation for Resident Evil. I'm like, well, what's your yes. end game here? Because this is just going to go just hoping poorly. some people have the, <laughs> the gene that doesn't affect them, right? And wipe out the weak. There you like go. You Are you cure. feeling lucky? Yeah. yeah you you got to exactly. have to cure if exactly. you're going to release the disease. You would right? hope. It's crazy. I suppose. You would hope. All that said, like I said, solid enough film to yes. me. What would you change if you were going to like tweak something to just so put I, it I up got, one notch? I wouldn't what would say bump it up a notch. There was a moment in the movie that it did – go a little bit in a different direction than I kind of thought. And uh, that was her dad actually being alive. Okay. So when she got injured and she found that cave and she was seeing her father, I thought because of her injury, she was actually fixing herself, but hallucinating from the loss of blood that she just, she found her dad and this happened to be the cave he used to be in. But then when she'd wake up in the morning after being healed, she would see he's dead in here, his bones, whatever to can and, to keep continuing doing what he's doing. I, and so I was kind of a little shocked that he's still that. alive. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that would have affected or changed it. It just that I didn't expect him to be alive. That actually, <laughs> as weird as that sounds, took me for a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Not that it mattered by the end because he still ends up by the way, maybe she start the these podcasts you know, surprise, surprise. with because uh, uh, character development means losing a. <laughs> there will be a notice oh, of yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Hey, spoilers, spoilers! By the way, we uh. uh <laughs> the movie we were going to yeah. talk about, we've talked about yeah. it, but uh, but yeah, I mean, and it was jarring because I only know, uh, or at least I mainly know the actor that played her father as uh, Jigsaw from Punisher Warzone. Well, with Dom- Dominic West, I only I only remember oh. I was that dirty politician uh, in Three Hundred, 
And he does such a good job of it that even when I see him in this, I'm like, you're a dirty father. You're a bastard. You know, like I just even though he's nice, I just can't see it because yeah. he played such a good <laughs> prick in 300. <laughs> On video game related, you got to watch The Wire because that's where I know him from. Yeah, I keep meaning to. I've, I've heard many good things. One of the best shows on TV. But one of the things I would change is is pretty minor, actually. I just wanted to see a little bit more passage of time in terms of her tracking down the clues. Like, I actually, again, I was enjoying and it was really bringing me into the movie, the idea that there's a bigger conspiracy here, that there was a, a bigger thing happening that she was trying to figure it out. So I was, like, totally and utterly fascinated by it. I, I wanted to see a bit more of that. Right. But, yeah, like, overall pretty impressed with it pretty solid stuff and like i couldn't even think of much to change other than that first fight they should have gone back and re-edited it it was a little rough Um, but everything else i thought was pretty solid i this is maybe a good one to start on the fight the final thought for me is simple it's it's if you're if you're a non-gamer you should be entertained with this film if you're familiar with the games you should be still entertained with this film and if you're a diehard gamer well you're gonna hate it anyway (laughs) because that's just how diehard gamers look at it they're like ah that's not like the game or the not yeah, that's not the right color from like her top or something. But yeah, like I don't think you'd have to be a video game fan to even enjoy this film. I think it was a solid film on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least rent it. That's what I did. Uh, check it out. Don't know if I'd own it, but it was it was worth seeing one. So absolutely worth it. There's some solid moments in there, some decent humor, some really good action. Absolutely worth checking out. Really, it's just on to the next one at this point. Uh, so next time we get together, we're going to be looking at uh, Double Dragon. Oh, uh, God. From, uh, what is it, like the 90s? <laughs> I feel like it's the 90s. I think it came out just after the uh, the great and terrible Super Mario, which we'll eventually have on oh, yes. today. Uh, but, uh, but Double Dragon is next. So, I mean, join us if you dare. Uh, yeah. We'll see if we can find anything Soon possible. Soon we even yes, what we put ourselves through for you. 1994. <laughs> Look at what we put ourselves through. <laughs> Yeah. 1994. 94. That's around the same time as Mortal Kombat. All right. So, uh, again, I've been Nick Moore. With me again is Wayne Brissett and Mark Athanas. Thanks for having Uh, me. We thank you for listening to uh, to Press X to Reload. Join us again. We promise we'll get more professional as it goes. No, we don't. I don't don't promise. No, (laughs) I don't promise. I actually never watched it. It might get worse. It might get worse. It might be. Oh, Jesus. I have zero. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to Press X to Reload. Today's episode featured the voices of Mark Athenis, Wayne Brissett, and Nick Moore. Our theme music was composed by Jack Fierick and performed and realized by Sam Fierick. If you like what you've heard today, subscribe and never miss an episode. Or tell a friend, leave a review, we'll take all the bonus XP we can get. If you have suggestions or feedback, you can contact Nick Moore via his email, retrogamingfool at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next stage.